welcome to Talkie Talk, the podcast for the TheMediaByUs.com. Joining me today is Chris. David. TJ. Chris. And I got myself a Brent. TJ. <laughs> and my name is David. David. <laughs> Brent has echolalia and it's affecting us all. And uh, 99 times, and we're still doing dumb shit like that. We, we're presenting to you a very special podcast. We've reached syndication. We are at 100 episodes, <laughs> or uh, not episodes, podcasts. Yeah, and we're fudging the number a little bit. There have been some A's and B's. No one really knows. I mean, and there have been and there have been some that we split into two, which didn't deserve to be split into two. There's an episode zero. Yeah, <laughs> there's <laughs> many podcasts that didn't count. But it doesn't make sense to do something different for episode 101 or episode 99. Yeah. We told ourselves we'd do something special if we hit either 100 podcasts or 100,000 subscribers. So we're all naked for this podcast. <laughs> That's what's special. For all the subscribers. But today, we're going to talk about... Uh, we, we called it The Podcast Eats Itself. We're talking about our podcast on our podcast. And talking about how we started with this, you know, how we kind of uh, go through it and, uh, you know, how it's affected what we uh, do and all that good stuff. So first off, how did we come up with this idea? Whose idea was it? That's a good question. It was mine. <laughs> okay. My, uh, uh, Bebo's porch, friend of ours in Atlanta. We were all, I forget what we were doing over there. We were, like a board game night. It was a lot of those. It was one of the many board game nights or game nights we've had where, where we spent more time outside talking about movies than we did actually playing games. And me and Brent had kicked the idea around. Me and Brent are like 12-year-old girls. We talked on the phone for hours. <laughs> we used to more than we do now. But then we had, sure, we had kicked around the idea of trying to start one. Yeah, and I, uh, I think it kind of maybe spun off of like we were doing the Braves podcast back in uh, 2016, 2016, I think. And so uh, we had had some experience putting a podcast together, and so we knew kind of what that entailed. And David and I did a thing, very short-lived thing, Mm -hmm. when four people, the four of us, me, David, and then two friends of the show, Adam, and I guess he's a friend of the show even though he doesn't listen, <laughs> but Andrew... He doesn't listen to anything. <laughs> we were all in four different places in the country, different parts of our different stages of our lives, and decided to get together and record a podcast um, and have a site. Was Andrew just, with you then, or was he in Delaware? He was in Delaware then. Okay. Um, he was actually in the transition during that time, okay. so he was, he was part in Delaware. And Adam was in Illinois. Yep. David was down in Georgia, and I was right. in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Right. And we recorded a thing where we just... Kind of talked about random shit. We made each other watch bad movies. Um, we watched Kabuki Man, which is one of the trauma films, which is really bad and probably what killed it. Because <laughs> because that movie was so bad, and we hated talking about how bad that movie was. Nice. Fun talk about full circle. We also did Let the Right One In and Let Me In. When yeah. Let Me In came out as a little comparison. I think we did a very long. In, no, that's a different movie. A very long engagement? No, no, we did Micmax. Micmacs, yeah. Yeah, the Jean-Pierre Genet guy who did Amelie, I believe. Mm. Amelie's in it. We also we also had a really... We were all not very disciplined. I don't think Adam watched it. I don't think that I watched all of it. And I think Andrew had seen it like 20 times. <laughs> yeah. So it was very lopsided with Andrew being the person least likely to talk. <laughs> and David doing the required amount of work and watching it and ready to talk. Yeah, but it also came from, you know, myself watching uh, or listening to podcasts since like 2008 or so. Mm. You know, not podcasts w- existed beforehand because I needed something to listen to. <laughs> but it's when I was commuting to Smyrna and, you know, listening to a lot of stuff. So I'd listen to a lot of movie podcasts and, you know, we, I talked to my friends about movies a lot. Yeah, I remember talking to Brent about doing it with the L2 and it like worked out nice where it's like we we originally pictured it as like Brent and I being like the moderate movie watcher, the average movie watcher. And we're definitely not that anymore. But we were then. And how David was like the book smart movie watcher. I mean he's known about the all of our, our love for the Oscars comes from David. And uh Chris being like the progressive movie watcher, the guy who would 
And we, we wanted to do like a video, we wanted to bring in TV and video games early on too. Mm-hmm. And uh, we knew Chris games a lot and watches a lot of shit that none of us do. Yeah, a lot of shit that, that I will watch and then tell people that they shouldn't watch it. <laughs> so I forget, what predated what? Did we think of the website first, then podcast would come? Or did the podcast spur I the think website? The, I, think the, I think we had the idea to do the podcast and the website we needed as a... As a, yeah, as a vehicle for it. Yeah, it was just the best way to get like an RSS feed for it. And the first episode was mine and David really our predictions for Oscar nominees in 2016. Mm-hmm. That's episode zero. The notorious episode zero. Yeah, yeah. and it was probably pretty boring. Uh, I haven't listened to that one since then. But um, we came in. That was pretty formatted. What we talked about. Then we were trying to figure out what would a weekly podcast, what would be in it. And the first couple ones were all super long, and we had like seven different categories. Mm-hmm. What we've been watching, we had news in there, we had homework, we had a topic. <laughs> yeah. And we also... Well, yeah, and I think it, I think that started off... Chris had the homework idea, right? Was that yours? First? Yes. That was, and I will give 100% credit to what I got that from. It's There's a, a old podcast that doesn't exist anymore called Idle Thumbs. Where they would give assignments out, where mm-hmm. they would just talk about their their self assignments for the weekend, and I was like, oh, that could totally work. Because when we got to the end of Oscars, we were like, so now <laughs> what do we do? If we're going to do this every week, right? Like, there's no like list of movies I have to watch. And yeah, talk about. <laughs> like if we get to a week where like mm-hmm. we've had a couple really recently where it's been like just TJ and I, and he and I haven't watched a lot, mm-hmm. and like if that happens for like multiple weeks between the four of us, like we need something to repel the conversation. Especially then, we've gotten good, especially me and you with, like, Brent had a super busy year for a few months there earlier in 2018, and David with the, with the baby has had a super busy past year. Oh, wah, oh, wah. <laughs> Is that your morning radio DJ? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, me and Chris got really good at just chit-chatting enough for an hour just locking ourselves in a room and making fun of each other do you say chit-chatting or shit-chatting shit-chatting the the room is the bathroom that's what we're going to call all the duos from now on is shit-chat idle (laughs) shit-chat we're talking about like idle thumbs some podcasts that were inspirational we we talk about it a lot film spotting is great Uh, definitely for me as a movie inspiration they do a top five every week I wish I could steal that we kind of we I mean we could but I I'm with you we yeah. we shouldn't and I was big into back in 2008 slash film some of my first ones that's really like nerd culture facing yeah. you know doing a new uh, movie and people talk about what like, they've been watching that week yeah I actually yeah, and, and David turned me on to slash filmcast too I've, I'll listen to it weekly now mm-hmm. and I don't think that you can have a media podcast where you're talking about new releases of anything, TV shows, movies, games, if you don't talk about what the people on it are currently watching, playing, or seeing. Right. Yeah, I mean, so, my, my first one was recommended by Chris, although David was listening to it at the time, but Chris knew I would like it. Um, and it's a podcast I still listen to when the guests are good, and it's DLM. Yep. That Loves Movies was huge for me. when I was like, oh, there could be a movie podcast. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And they opened with, like, what have you seen recently? Yeah, that's the first question he asked on most podcasts. And then yeah. they play games and... You know, they don't do drafts and stuff. They don't they don't rank things often, but they talk about films and it's really funny. And I think one of the first guests I heard on there was Edgar Wright, and it was fun to hear him talk about being a mm-hmm. like kind of a historic film genius. Edgar yeah. Wright knows a bunch of shit about movies. That one's also a good inspiration for kind of uh, coming up with a sort of category wheel. One of them being like trivia type games. All of us kind of uh, actively do trivia all with each other. That's how we know the reason we are friends is yeah. more trivia. Except for me and David. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We've known well, each other. Well, despite being siblings, their parents didn't introduce them until they were three at bar trivia. <laughs> <laughs> but we did a topic of the week along with uh, Watchlist for a while. And I think, uh, I can't remember how far it in, but it was TJ's mastermind of coming up with a wheel of. Different things we would, uh, different types of categories we would do. Yeah, me and Brent had that. Are you guys together? Again, a sponsor of baseball knowledge. The talk of fame came straight from that. 
What's the what's the test called? The Keltner test for the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's essentially like a twelve to fifteen questionnaire, and you there's not like a if it gets you know a majority he's a Hall of Famer, but there's it's no passing grades to help you decide if a baseball player is Hall of Fame worthy or not. It's your it's a it's a yeah it's a guide to the conversation. It it hits all the points of the conversation yeah. you need to have, and then you once you've had that once you've gone through it, it's it's the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. So we co- we sort of uh, refashioned that as a gauntlet. See, it's not intellectual property theft if you take a little bit from everything. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's just it's it's symbiotic. They have to organize the sewer so that ain't Yeah, I think with this, uh, you know, in podcasts nowadays, it's hard to come up with n- brand new types of things to talk about. Yeah, or ways to talk about things. Yeah, I mean, so you, I, I like that you do it all, and I like. We slowly spread out where it was like it was just going to be drafts for a while, mm-hmm. and then including we, infamous team name drafts. Yeah, the podcast <laughs> where, where David where, doesn't know the rules. <laughs> where David doesn't know the rules. No, David, David knows the rules. He just finds loopholes in them. <laughs> where David does like hours of homework. <laughs> yes, and I, I did zero hours of homework. So then I wanted to quit right after that podcast. Yeah. But I we, just remember like me drafting like some shitty like. You know, it's a movie about Tim, a horse Tim, that Tim, becomes a policeman. <laughs> right. And, and, and David takes, like, the color purple for the Raptors or something. I'm like, fuck yourself, man. <laughs> I just took this movie about a talking cheetah or something. <laughs> the goddamn color purple. We got, called the purple in Toronto. We've had some more interesting drafts than that. One of my favorite, one of my more favorite ones was one you had was, like, the high school couple won a double date with. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like the, food, one. the food draft was great. Food draft was super fun. That was fun. And the uh, I actually like the build your post apocalyptic squad. Yeah, yeah, draft. I missed that one. That was a good. One. That, that was it. a fun one. I liked. I liked also then forcing those polls upon people, <laughs> <laughs> getting really personally invested in my poll, my my squad, whatever it was, <laughs> losing every time. Yeah, and then we. Really like the, the the drugs where we all just picked like imaginary drugs that were like these are cool drugs. <laughs> I would totally do the drug from Limitless. Yeah, fucking heartbeat. Yeah, I remember like googling because I didn't know a lot of the people y'all drafted, so I was gonna vote on that uh, apocalyptic squad. I googled the dog from Adventure Time. Oh, no. Yeah, and uh, that was a brilliant first pick. <laughs> yeah, I googled what that was. I was like, oh well, Chris just wins. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Who what was that? I was the uh, dog from Adventure Time. Brent, that was me. Yeah, Brent just wins. He seems like a doesn't good matter buddy. what everybody else drafted. Yeah, Brent literally drafted everything. <laughs> so we started to cycle drafts. We would do uh, a game, which usually in the form of trivia. We would do talk of fame, and then uh, random main category. So we weren't trying to uh, drum up a timely category every single time. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, what we originally do is like assign a movie and then they're like, I'll start with the game and then there's the topic. And it was like mm-hmm. all of it at once. It so well, yeah, and originally our uh, Hallmark movies had no correlation to our topics every week. <laughs> nope. Right. That, so, that got to like, a point where I was like, maybe we should align those in some way. <laughs> I remember after the, Os- the original Oscar one, it's like, I assigned 99 Homes, a depressing movie about like real estate God. and housing market, and then it was like, the football podcast. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ready for some football? <laughs> yeah, that sucked because you didn't fucking watch that movie, and me and Brent like, call each other in tears after it. <laughs> Talking about watching this depressing fucking movie. Yeah, it's real sad. That is, I will I, I, curse his epiphany. Oh, so that may have been my favorite moment. Sort of. That's one of my scenes. favorite podcasts. So tell tell that story. But it was originally a, a Slack message, and we were like, "You need to post this. It's hilarious." <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Mr. Nobody. I thought I was. I I don't know. I think I might have had a topic in mind at first, and then I tried to find a movie that fit it, and made everybody watch it, and I didn't finish it, and was. <laughs> Just upset with myself to the point where I put out a grand apology for anyone who'd been watching them all all along because I hadn't been because I didn't I, that that ninety nine homes that is the only podcast that I've missed so far. Right, I've been on every other one except for that one, the, the football slash ninety nine homes episode. So I've been here for all of the homework assignments, and to that point, I'd probably watched thirty percent of them. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, I did not win the attendance award for the, for that. There are definitely some. Y'all have like homework assignments that you look back on. And you're like, yeah, that, I've got one. It's not necessarily a bad movie, but I signed that documentary on the guy who played Big Bird. Big Bird. And I was like, uh, oh, this documentary is great. And then we sat down talking about it. It was like, oh no, there's nothing to say. We have nothing to say about it. So the guy was Big Bird. The end. <laughs> the end. He went to China. That was cool. <laughs> Any I regret. Probably the 99 homes that I did not even watch. <laughs> it's like your first assignment. He did watch I think it. it was the very first one. That was the very first homework assignment. I was like, oh man, we're this thing's not good. I don't know if this is going to last. We finally, we finally surpassed an episode the amount of homes in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it definitely like like laid some groundwork. Like, are we going to pick movies to intentionally punish each other? <laughs> it's a miracle we just made it past that. It's like, all right, guys, I'll know if this is a good idea. <laughs> we had a good run. It's, we're, we've done a good job. I can't believe we haven't, like, uh, you know, devolved into some sort of, like, revenge homework series. <laughs> I was just like, I like that's you made not- me watch this, I'm making yeah. you watch I this. I didn't make all y'all watch Metropolis. <laughs> I thought that's what Anomalisa was. <laughs> TJ and I no, did, did TJ and I did have some side action last year where outside of homework or assignments or anything in our death race to you know as many movies we can 2017 we'd get on Slack and message each other and be like bet you won't watch the Christmas Prince <laughs> <laughs> and then we both watch it and show up and talk about it and take up everyone's time <laughs> I was talking to a friend of the podcast Chad the other day and he was like y'all gonna do that this year I was like absolutely fucking <laughs> no. not no. I got so burnt out on that like <coughs> yeah I felt like like there were just permanent bags under my eyes not from sleep but just being like click and just being like oh god what is this yeah. what movie am I watching there was a movie that why I are all these dogs talking <laughs> <laughs> there was a movie that I watched in that run where it was on and I was paying attention to it and then it ended and I could not remember it at, at all and it's not the movie's fault it's like an okay movie it's like 6.5 6.7 it's just it was just like number 75 out of 118 for me so it was just unremarkable because of that yeah I feel like after a while we were kind of watching this devolve <laughs> that we got, probably could have programmed a TJ Chris bot <laughs> to do reviews where it's like Title of the movie, it wasn't very good. Laugh line, laugh line. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> oh, God. I was just All of them kind of like, were kind of like that. Some ridiculous thing. Man, why are we doing this? <laughs> Geostorm. Next, next movie. <laughs> Disappointed by the lack of geostorms in Geostorm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was thinking specifically to talk about today about why I wasn't going to do that this year. And it was the Oscar race. Because that's, that's what it's all born out of, right? Mm-hmm. Is that TJ was like, I'm going to see as many as I can. Mostly, at the beginning, I think. It so started that, off, I mean, like years ago. Me and David were like, we're going to see all the Best Picture nominees. Right. Yeah. So that, so that, and if and you see a bunch of movies, there's a good chance you're going to see a lot of movies that are nominated for Oscars. You can have seen them all. <laughs> and those nominations came out. And you guys had hardly put a dent. Yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had hardly put a dent in. And then that I would... then. That I would not be able to finish them. It was just like it's for nothing. Literally impossible. <laughs> it is yeah. futile. That's maximum. Effort it was also ever. annoying. We went to trivia one night and I was like, Al, oh, like how many of the the you seen all the nominees? He's like, No, I haven't seen the foreign language ones. But like as the nominees came out, Al had already seen everything. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> and and not the, the chair on top is upon further conversation with him he had seen two of the foreign language nominees yeah <laughs> <Not all. laughs> yeah yeah so that's I'm done with that <laughs> I'll just pay better attention to all the resources you guys use for like front runners like gold derby and stuff for nominations that's one of my favorite memories though is that so we use a website and they do podcasts too they're not good quality they're usually short but they have really smart people on, but uh, Gold Derby, founded by Tom Hardy. O'Neill, I think. Tom, Tom O'Neill. Tom O'Neill. But um, he uh, runs a website where they predict everything that we talk about, TV and movie and awards and yeah. reality shows and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, that first 2016 Oscar nominations prediction, I, when we both did, I mean, I beat you by like one, mm-hmm. but we both beat their odds, which is fun because... Mm-hmm. We don't have any other way to obtain information. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know anybody. You don't know any you insiders. You should listen to yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Some good stuff there. Um, 
so yeah, that was a, a fond memory for me. And then in 2017, I was like all high and mighty, feeling good because I beat them in the predictions and I beat them in the Oscar pool last year. And this year, I just fucking blew it. <laughs> it's like 16 out of 24 picks for winners, and the nominations were way off. You kind of know too much after a while. You kind of outgame yourself. You do start 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 doing that because it's no fun to go chalk for everything. And this year's Oscars was mostly chalk. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a lot. This year. <laughs> Well, how do you guys think the podcast is different today versus episode one, let's say? We're, what, are, what are we doing better? Well, we're, better at, we're better at talking in sequence and not over each other all the time. Uh, those first couple episodes. They are hard to go back and listen to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a lot of, uh, it'll be like TJ saying something to Chris while I'm saying something to David. And just like, we all, we, we all used to do totally, this Totally, we definitely. <laughs> we always do this thing where we stopped doing it, but like if David was talking to me, like in the middle of him talking, like we would if we were like drinking and out at a bar, like mid sentence, I'll go like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We've got a, a friend who does that, but we were doing it on the podcast because it was like, don't like silence is bad. That was like the one thing we knew, no silence. Mm-hmm. And then after you know ten or so episodes, it was like, wait, silence is okay. Yeah, better si- than silence. better than three noises at once. <laughs> silence is no problem on a podcast <laughs> as long as you edit the podcast. <laughs> It's the easiest thing to edit on a podcast. <laughs> it's, it's the silence. thing that looks like nothing. Yes. <laughs> it's the thing that looks like TJ talking. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <clears throat> yeah, I think we're better at that. I think we're... Well, I don't know. I'd have to go back and listen to some older ones. I feel like we're better at talking about movies and, and whatnot. I used to... I think we're good at... I used to think, like, how can we talk for an hour about things? I think we're, we're better at kind of having more structured conversations no matter what the topic is. Especially you guys together um, uh, doing like a, a duo where only two people can make it. You guys do a really great job of you know, still being interesting but filling that time. We've realized that being able to watch the timeline as it ticks has really helped you keep pace of like on uh, when you're talking about your watch list or whatever, just being able to see the when you start and being able to see how your how your pacing is going that helps a lot because I can look over and I can say oh I've been talking about you know this movie for six minutes I, I really should not be talking about this movie for <laughs> six minutes yeah one thing I mean in relation to that that I've gotten a lot better at is just like watching movies on the watch list and being like I don't need to talk about that or like if I do it's like I watched this movie it was alright moving on yeah, moving on, on. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean the movie's good or bad. There are bad movies that are fun to talk about for five or six minutes. Mm-hmm. There are also great movies where it's like, what do you say? Yeah. It's like, you guys should watch this. It's, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, then what else? In, in, right. in that exercise, I really did enjoy and think that I have gotten a little better in talking about movies that I like. It's, it's easy to talk about movies you don't like, in my opinion, because there are funny things you can bring up or, like, obvious missteps that it makes. But a movie that kind of makes every turn correctly and is just well executed, it's almost as remarkable to mention how there's such little to talk about in criticism. Mm-hmm. Um, but so getting getting better, I, I, I enjoyed pitching Blade Runner 2049 to you guys a lot because it made me... How much I liked that movie, it made me evaluate why I liked it. And then knowing, trying to figure out why I liked it, I had to pick the points that I could explain what I thought were good about it. And I can't do that with everything. I don't have the technical knowledge. But I can just, you know, it's, it's my, my passion argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's early, got. early on, probably like 14 months ago, I remember being in David's backyard beforehand and like kind of talking about how we didn't want to, we didn't want to be like, I just didn't like this movie. Or I really liked it. I just felt like, I don't know why, but I liked it a lot. And we were like, we need to, because we're not movie critics. We're not writers. I mean, right. and it was like, we, we wanted to do that. And God, is that, I mean, I watched Infinity War right before I came over here. And it was like sound and editing and costumes and makeup and all that stuff. Um, I'm able to look for that and really enjoy a mm-hmm. popcorn action movie at the same time. And that was not possible 
But you're good. All right. How about a transition? How has it changed either what you watch or how you watch? I like that your transitions are, how about a transition? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is how it works. You Got say, an idea, guys. Let's transition here. Segway. <laughs> Time for a segue. <laughs> smooth one. Let's get on our Paul Blart segue. <laughs> I don't think that it has necessarily changed the way that I watch movies that are not Talk of Fame nominees, but it changes the way that I think about them after seeing them. Hmm. Um, I, maybe that's, it's, it's not an active process, but I'm also the furthest removed from you guys from rating. Like I've you know made my case about not wanting to rate movies. I'm kind of dipping my toe into it this year. Mostly as a way to keep track of movies that I've seen this year mm-hmm. and that aren't in the blur of 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm putting star ratings on Letterboxd. But that's just not... I, I try and divorce that from the actual watching experience. Not on purpose. It's just... It just hasn't impacted it. I, you know, I'm, I'm also one of those people who... If, if the three of you couldn't make it for a weekend and I was like, a podcast has got to go up, I'd probably be able to talk for Stardew Valley for 25 minutes by myself in front of a microphone, mm-hmm. which, you know, is both a gift and also like an obvious flaw because when watching the time, there's so many times where I'm talking about a movie that I think is okay. I'll look down and it's like, it's been eight minutes. I need to stop talking about reality high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag reality high. Yeah. Sorry. Hashtag reality high. Yeah. I definitely watch movies that are not like, that are blatantly bad, but not due to like story or acting or lighting or whatever. Nothing that's like super tangible, easy to see. Uh, and like, I, I definitely ask myself why it's bad, even if it's a movie I'm not going to talk about on the podcast for more than twenty seconds. I don't know if it's. I, mean, be- I enjoy doing that though. I don't know if it's because of the podcast explicitly, but I definitely it, it could be related more to uh, how I've made more of an effort since getting to know you guys to like watch all the Oscar movies every year. So I'm 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 watching better movies than I used to than I did 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's if it's because of that, but I definitely do view I I watch movies differently. I have I like I think about character development in just like even summer blockbusters and mm-hmm. it bothers me when I don't see it even a little bit. And so it, it, in a way I I don't sort of I don't know I don't know I suppose somebody asked me if I have a harder time enjoying movies um, now that I've watched a whole lot more than I used to and uh, in a way but I also feel like I really enjoy the ones I do like way more it's mm. super impressive when you see one where you're, that blows you away now I, I totally agree with that but you, for me it's the biggest impact in how I watch stuff um, first, like, uh, was attacking the podcast content deficit by trying to do as much as possible. And then I can't really keep up with that. So I at least try to do, like, a newer movie that came to streaming or something that's, like, a classic at least every week. At least try to watch, you know, with the my, my daughter being born, it's been harder. But at least try to introduce a, a movie, you know, every week where sometimes I would just watch a new show or something, you know, watched at work and movies fall by the wayside. Try to introduce myself to what's going on in the current conversation, you know, divorced a little bit by what's coming to HBO or streaming. Mm-hmm. And then kind of, uh, you know, there's a ton of, especially with like Filmstruck and stuff, a ton of classics out there that just never got it, not never got exposed to, but never put an effort into watching. Especially a lot of like sacred cows out there. It's like everyone knows that they're great. You know, let's, let me watch it and see what it's about. <laughs> One thing, uh, piggybacking off what David was just saying too, there are definitely movies that I loved from 2017 that I watched that I would never have watched before. Um, the one that jumps to mind is one of my favorites of the year. It was in my top ten as a Band-Aid. Mm. Um, I don't know. Just a movie that I never would have watched if it wasn't a 2017 movie that came out last year. I think to an extent it changed the movies. I, I think homework has changed the types of movies I see because I... You know, you guys have made me watch some movies that I probably wouldn't have picked to watch on my own. And I'm also thankful for that. Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt, but I did want to point out that you don't choose the movies you watch anyway. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you, have, you have no choice. In it's, all, it's all discovered algorithmically, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. 
<laughs> Sorry, I, we, I will never not joke about your systematic Oracle. way. Well, it's just, I think Oracle can listen to this, so <laughs> I don't want to say too much that's bad about Oracle. Which, if you're a new listener or not, I, I really do love your process. That there are so many movies out there, how can you decide yeah. if so many are good and watchable or notable, which ones to pick? So take all of the flavor out of it and just make it... This comes from one night of spending the length of a feature film movie looking for a movie to watch. <laughs> and, uh, and, and realizing that I really just wasted... I could have just watched a movie. The first and, one. The yeah. first one that I came to. And so I'm very indecisive when it comes to that. And so You, you just said, no more! Yeah. So I just made it... I took it out of my own hands. <laughs> created a system. Have you ever finished a, like an, an Oracle list that hasn't been like... I don't think he's finished a, the changes more so yeah, many times. Because I feel like you... you I did you finish Affleck? I did. I, caught, I watched all as the Affleck that could. I could yeah. okay. that was available to Cause, me. Because yes. I, I feel like with something like this, you have to get to a point where you are now so top-heavy in the early part of the alphabet, <laughs> and you've seen so many movies based on numbers, because... I've definitely seen more number-based movies <laughs> than I have, like, P, <laughs> movies that start with P or Q. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we had to do that on Letterbox that day, and I was like, "Hey, it's two uh, like one thousand movies." And then the third one, I was like, "No, Brent." And the fourth one, I was like, "Don't do it." <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, you can watch the reset happen on Letterbox. Yeah. yeah, and then every now and then I just revolt against uh, Oracle, try an uprising where I like this week I watched uh, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and so you know. Oracle will let me have my fun probably for a few days and then it will snap me back into watching what yeah, it tells me to. You've got cheat days. Yeah, I get it's <laughs> cheat days. It's your hall pass. Does anyone have a favorite movie they wouldn't have seen otherwise were it not for an assignment or a topic? I feel like I could uh, I could pick Ooh. one for all three of you that was your favorite homework assignment. And I would Ooh. say Third Man. You guys loved the movie The Third Man. Yeah, in a way, and talked about it in a way that I didn't expect the fervor would be so intense. It was a really good episode. Yeah, I yeah. did like watching that. Um, hmm, that's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> David's been. David's been. Do you spending, have an answer, David? He's been spending all these episodes where he hasn't been here just preparing for this episode. Uh, actually, no, I don't have one. I got to think about it. Third <laughs> Man's probably up there. I had seen it before. Though. Me too. But it, I didn't but really I never much. appreciated it as much because I never had to tell anyone about it afterwards. Right. <laughs> you just watched it and kept it to yourself. Yeah. Like a little hoarder. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like a movie like Akira is a movie that I'm... Well, I was always aware that I needed to watch Akira, but it's a movie that I always found difficult to press play on. Mm. And even if I didn't outright love it, I love that I watched it. I love that I finally had a, the, the Metropolis Syndrome. Like, I'm glad I don't have to. Well, yeah, I'm just, uh, it's a, I don't know. I enjoyed the, uh, I'm glad that I watched it. Right. We should have a list. Do we have a list of all of the homework assignments? Just as like a, a sub page? We did, and then it, uh, I just didn't update it okay. ever again. Because I'm trying to think. I know I've enjoyed a fair number of homework assignments. Yeah, I'm trying to think what they were. <laughs> but what student loves homework? <laughs> yeah. Or even like studying for a topic. Like wanting to watch something because we're going to talk about whatever. Oh. When you um, guys were doing the Sydney Lumet stuff. I was... watched Network for the first time and I was like blown away. Like I knew that was uh, Peter Finch. Like that's one of the, like if you're having a NCAA style bracket of Oscar winners for acting that his was you know like a final four pick but I did not mm. think it was going to be I mean it rivals like Dee Dee Louie and There Will Be Blood it was just incredibly so good in that Dee Dee Louie Dee Dee Louie Dee Dee Louie oh Dee Dee Louie that's what uh, Huey Louie that comes from a TJ Miller tweet when he won the Oscar for Lincoln mm-hmm. I think it was TJ Miller no it's Paul F. Tompkins and he was like, he's Paul Tompkins is in Lincoln, and he's in a scene with Andy Lewis, but he's like one of 50 guys in the background. He's like, here's me, my best bud, D.D. Louie. Congrats <laughs> on the win. <laughs> it's like Lincoln in the front, and Paul Tompkins way in the back. 
But yeah, network was was big for me when I was going through the silly Sydney Lumet stuff. I still want to call him Sydney Lumet. Really bad. Yeah, it's weird. I just had that moment recently where the guy who's the voice actor for Mario is <clears throat> Charles Martinet, and everyone forever has been saying that it's pronounced Martinet, but he just got a voice role in a new game coming out, and he's introduces himself like, "Hi, I'm Charles Martinet." Did which he... just sent like a shockwave through video <laughs> games. I'm really disappointed that he didn't say it's a me, Charles Martinet. <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> it's me, Charles Martinet. I'm the greatest. <laughs> I'm gonna win this <laughs> intro. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, what's y'all's favorite podcast that we've done? Anything stand out to you? Ooh, ooh, me. I got one for that. What? <laughs> Just because I'm a, such a fan of year-end lists, <clears throat> I had such a blast doing our favorite uh, movies of the year and favorite uh, other things, video games, TV shows, worst of the year. Mm-hmm. It was uh, so much fun to listen to you guys talk about like what you like about all these movies, especially like movies that come up across a lot of our lists. Because mm-hmm. we did that in uh, December or January. It's kind of a year-end where a lot of the stuff... Had maybe had not uh, come to theaters yet for for some of it, or hadn't come to HBO or streaming. And uh, I just loved listening to that, especially all your all your number ones. Hearing Chris talk about uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine for that yeah, one, my favorite part of that such a like dunk on top of it. Um, it, it was a it was nice, and it was fun that we all had a different number one. And it made me want to watch uh, a lot of stuff that I ended up watching from hearing you guys talk about it. Nice. What about you, TJ? That one is really good. Um, I like all the... Probably the one that is the most memorable to me is the 2016 What Should Win Oscar podcast. Yeah. Um, with the, the La La Land splits. I don't think anybody really hated La La Land. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody really like was overly in love with it. I mean, it wasn't any of our favorite movies. I, I know, getting that on you, though. Yeah, you became yeah. the straw man for, like, you're obsessed with La La Land. <laughs> I think, I think this is a given. Because I was obsessed with it from the get-go, because I was a huge fan of Whiplash yeah. and Damien Chazelle and love musicals. And But I think Brent liked La La Land just as much, if not more, in some ways than I did. Um, but Whiplash was my favorite movie of the year it came out so yeah I was super excited for, for La La Land but then I think Moonlight ended up being my favorite movie that year and that podcast was almost us talking about what we think is going to win and I thought it was a, such a more interesting take on it for what wins our version of the awards so much better because it's instantly doesn't matter at all after the Oscars are over versus uh, I think I went back once and re-listened to one of those that we did like that one and it's kind of fun us trying to battle through what is cinematography versus direction. A lot of uh, self-education we've done over the time to kind of try to figure that sound out. Sound editing versus sound mixing. Yeah, what's, what's editing versus direction and stuff like that. Yeah, and there was at one point I remember like jumping on one of the three, I don't remember who it was, but like I kept like... I think it was me, because I said like, best cinematography, Moonlight. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, alright, like hold on, every every Lawland one that I'm like pitching for here, which I, I still think it was like technically the greatest movie that year y'all were all like maybe I'm willing to give it this other thing oh, but, yeah, yeah. and then finally we got a direction and I was like alright well here we are yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, it's David Chazelle been... right and I forget it wasn't I, Barry I, Jenkins it was something else though we had negotiated like when I say we some, some portion yeah. of us on different awards had like negotiated each award away from La La Land with promises <laughs> that it would we would reward La La Land for all of this encompassed in some way later yeah, yeah. I feel like you and Chris were initially like Villeneuve maybe for Arrival or something. Mm-hmm. And me and Brent were Giselle. And we all met Villeneuve. I remember just being like, guys, <laughs> what the fuck? It's got to win something. Um, the movie didn't direct itself. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the podcast I would probably pick too as my favorite was the that first Oscar, like what should win. And not because I think it's the best. I don't think it's necessarily better than the one we did this past year. There was more. But I think that's the one where I really thought that we I don't know I, I really enjoyed the discussion and it's the the first one where we I, I, I don't know I really liked that podcast is it, it showed me how much I really like delving into the specifics and the mechanics of movies with the three of you mm-hmm. and I think that's the the reason that it it sort of energized me to, to do this for 
you know, 96 more episodes or whatever. It was early on. Okay. And I'm done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Two months into the podcast, probably? Yeah. yeah. That it's probably, it probably the most spirited, too. Like, if you talk, think about the two ones we've put to podcast for the What Should Win. Like, the last one, our most spirited thing was probably, like, talking about faces places. Like, is it even good or not? That's, like, the most heated it really got. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, we also did the reboots on, uh, was it Screenplay? Screen, yeah, original Screenplay. Why? Well, hey. A one that nobody voted for initially wound up winning. Yeah. I had the beef with y'all about the the shorts. I had a hard descent on the doc shorts. <laughs> well, yeah, and the faces places was is it a documentary? <laughs> that was what we were griping about. Yeah, well, it was a documentary. It wasn't the doc shorts. It was the docs. It was yeah. a strong out and yeah, yeah. Icarus. Yeah. yeah. I, that, I and I remember getting heated at Brent for screenplay, and it's like. Just because I loved Lady Bird, it yeah, just, it, it, you could feel it slipping away. Well, you're like, <laughs> you're like they're not going to vote for Lady Bird. Damn it! Well, you're like Lady Bird is just a, it's like a uh, oh, right. coming of age movie, and that you know I've seen better. And I was trying to argue that like you, there's going to be a best in every single genre. It doesn't mean a movie's not worthy of talking right. about. Right. Yeah. That's probably the most heated I got on that one. Yeah. Um. Chris, I, I selfishly selfishly will will pick something that's not that, um, and that well they've all pretty much involved me other than the football one. What if I just said that was my favorite? <laughs> so I didn't have the fucking year. <laughs> uh, By the way, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was just thinking I, I, I like I like when we really kind of fuck with the format. Mm. Um, that's always fun with me, fun for me, uh, having been there for just me and TJ in the room. Like, it's not a criticism of you guys, of David and Brent. It's just like, it's like, can we do this? Like, uh, let's do it. Like, the episode we did with Al, where it was like, we're bringing Al in. He's fresh. He has no idea. And, like, Al, who's, like, confident, sees a lot of movies, like, shook him a little because we're not professionals, but when we sit around and we start talking about it, we at least put, like, play the part to some extent Mm -hmm. that it, like, works. And, like, Skyping you in the one time like a week after your baby was born to, or before your baby was born to see if it would work like a day before my a, baby a was day born before. and like bringing Kelly in and it's just it's fun doing these things where we kind of throw it on its head and go but what else can we do with this like can this survive if Brent's like Ashley and I are moving like we're moving, we still want to do this. And it's like, yeah, we know we can. We can Skype. You know, if mm-hmm. David's like, hey, I got to go off the grid. You know, this baby's taking up a lot of time. <laughs> you guys, the government's really on my ass. <laughs> the, the baby is wanted by the FBI. You guys need to put some practice into the intros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and outros. Is Harriet a spy? <laughs> or if, or if for, for whatever reason, you know, anyone leaves, like we, we know that, yeah. that, any pair of us can keep this thing going. So that's those are the ones that I really enjoy. It is fresh and does change. I mean, like the podcast of me and you is is far from you know professional. Yes, <laughs> we talked about fun. we like talked the, about like tornadoes plus things for like thirty minutes. Yeah, and that was our fourth time <laughs> getting together to record one. Good examples like even y'all's uh, Avengers Death Pool, <laughs> where you guys kind of. Went opposite. It was still uh, fun for me to listen to. Yeah. Actually, selfishly... Somehow we fucked that up. That's yeah, so fun. Selfishly, if I'm being honest, my favorite ones are the ones I'm not on. Because I don't know what you guys are going to talk about. You guys are interesting folks. That's good. You like the podcast, then. That's, yeah. Yeah. You should follow us on Facebook. We've got groups. Facebook bias. Media bias. We're almost there. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's that's fun to think about, though. Do we, we want to get mean spirited and say something that we don't like about it so far? Or something, yeah, or something we, we can do better? Yeah. I feel like that's only fair. I think we're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what about y'all? Do you have anything in mind? Uh, I think the intro music is terrible. <laughs> new, new jingle. Fuck uh, you! Yeah. <laughs> Alright, good. That's all I want. I'm kidding. Actually, it's such a blessing having awesome intro music that I like hum when I'm not watching or listening to the podcast. <laughs> Same with the outro music, and it's such a blessing editing the podcast, not having to search for yes. free, like uh, free rights-free music. <laughs> it is it is so much like less jarring than like other like just amateur podcasts like yeah. us. 
where it's just like, hello! Like, all of a sudden, in your car, it's like, oh my god, what was that? Or just, like, a podcast ends, and you're just like, is that, like, silence built in? Or or even the ones where it's, like, the outro. Like, I love the, the Habitat. Fuck. The outro on that with, like, the coming next week, and the here are other products, and here are our sponsors, and here's this and that. The outro's five minutes long. Yeah. Like, I feel like we've gotten this down to a clip, and then we've got Burifa out, and it's just like... Like minute talk. It's almost like answering a phone now. Yeah. Like at a at a job. Yeah. I, like, I, you have to do the intro and the outro and it just comes off pretty naturally for all four of us now. Yeah, we've gotten a little more more used to introing and outroing since your your on off hiatus. But we still <laughs> I think about every time I have to start and re start and then restart. <laughs> right. Because I just go into well that was I gotta move up. Whoop. Those aren't words. <laughs> I think it's just the structure of it. There's like a real LMNOP <laughs> aspect to talking about the like Facebook groups and going into all that stuff that really blend together. Yeah. It was a good couple weeks for TJ and I had to keep going. <laughs> to remind for intro, outro, and yeah. all that. But yeah, I hate doing the outro. So that's, should... that's my least favorite thing. <laughs> the outro is... I always forget so many things in the outro. But it's necessary. Yep. Should we vote? Does the podcast continue for the next 100? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Risky. Well, I'm voting yes, although listeners who've just heard us talk about anything but <laughs> movies and TV and video games made us agree. <laughs> nice. oh, another favorite part of mine of the podcast is hearing Chris talk about video games. <laughs> he's, he's, he plays more than anything and plays such interesting stuff. I've downloaded some stuff he's talked about. He's, he's like an expert. Yeah, I downloaded Stardew Valley last week. Yeah, and Brent's thinking about downloading it, and they're just about to launch co-op in like a month. Was that one of the ones I Talk played? Talk Farmhouse. I, <laughs> I probably played the most of it. You have, yeah. Before you guys, which yeah. was a, a big uh, difference. Well, it released on Switch, and I was like, I want to play that on Switch now that I have a Switch. And then I didn't get it on Switch because I wanted to play it one night at four in the morning after drinking a bunch. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, this is happening now. Fifteen dollars. Here we go. <laughs> Is that it? That pretty much it. I think so. It's a good, good length. Yeah, that was a good bit of navel gazing right there. We yeah. promise we won't talk about ourselves as much the next uh, next hundred. A lot of backpatting on that podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the point of uh, getting to a hundred, right? What's the point of a podcast? Yeah. Push <laughs> yourself. When you when you reach your landmark, you kind of look back, and it's crazy how we started that we actually. Uh, Unlike a lot of things, especially creative things like websites or whatever, that we're actually still doing it. And and we didn't let any uh, metric of success deter us from continuing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we didn't sell out. <laughs> we turned down so many corporate we, offers we were from <laughs> big America. We refused to have advertisers because we don't want yeah. you to listen to them. Yeah. We told yeah. Walmart, can't sell our podcast on your shelves. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Walton family. I was, Stuff it. I was about to list off a bunch of sponsors who I know sponsor podcasts and say, fuck you. But I was like, wait, actually, you know what? We used to, Let's the, not go nuclear. I would, I would rep the hell out of a Lisa mattress. Oh, yeah. Four <laughs> hymns? Give me, four hymns? Give me your boner pills. Marshall and I, the, the other guitarist this band I was in, tend to. 14 years ago was uh, we used to call each other and leave voicemails and just give like the dumbest names and pretend we were like record execs like obviously not tricking anybody but just do it for the mainly the comedy of whoever's leaving the message to get to do it but the the trick was is, uh, any record execs uh, first name and last name are very similar so names like Jeff Jefferson is good <laughs> all this like hi this is Jeff Jefferson with Sony Records heard your new hit song sounds great <laughs> So you think we should expect a call from Russell Russells yeah. for an advertising deal? Check voicemails. <laughs> what are voicemails? Yeah, I distrust them. Yeah, but we are not averse to becoming the Me Undies Talkie Talk podcast. <laughs> 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 and we just cut through that, and we will take everything. Uh, me I'm wearing Me Undies right now. Oh. I, got, I got Tommy John on. They're a little, a little too highbrow for us. Brent, as always, is wearing nothing. <laughs> so the piece of clothing that cradles your genitals and your butt is too highbrow for <laughs> us talking about. Well, my butt, not your butt. Fire tornadoes. Fire tornadoes. <laughs> yeah. 
So I think we've probably devolved enough that we can, uh, historically, this is when we end it, right? Start going back down to one now. <laughs> what makes you think this is devolved? <laughs> Visual gags. We're still not good at not doing those. Not just Brent, but we all do them. Uh, do we have any uh, listener things we we're going to talk about? Or are we saving that? We'll save for something else. Do a whole podcast on this. Yeah. Topic. Okay. User topics. Fan topics. But honestly, thanks everybody who actually listens to us and talks to us that you listen to it. Um, it seemed impossible anyone would ever do that when we first started this. So it's been a, it's been a lot of fun, especially something on the schedule that uh, makes us all see each other. Yeah. Like we don't have anything like that. It does make a big difference knowing there's like people I don't really know that well that are mm-hmm. listening. It, it, turned, yeah. it, it started out as... <laughs> it started out as... Who really cares if anyone listens to us? This is fun. To now it's like kind of neat to have that little germ of a seed yeah. that's just out there. Yeah, and if you don't know us and you are listening to us, then you are my biggest motivator because... <laughs> also your biggest oh, fan, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> tell us how we... That's true. <laughs> tell us... <laughs> you make... Yeah, like you... Those are the people who like make me at least put effort into this, you know? Like, because I, I want to do... There I can't believe anybody cares what we have to say about anything <laughs> right. at if all. If you're one of those, tell us how that happened because we don't we don't really know. <laughs> tell us what's wrong with you. It seems <laughs> like it randomly happens. Tell us what's wrong with you. <laughs> tell us who hurt you. <laughs> who hurt you? We'll kill what led you to this. <laughs> Show us on the podcast where we hurt you. <laughs> oh, that's that might be cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's your outro. Don't say where you will kill them. <laughs> anyway, you want to say thanks for you guys for being here. This might be the last one. I don't. I don't understand who would ever listen to this particular one. I'm on board for a hundred more. All right. And, um, Chips on the three hundred more. <laughs> and another recurring thing: visual gags. <laughs> Visual gags kill on Talkie Talk. The podcast for the media by us. Please visit the site and see our stuff. Connect with us on our Twitter at the media by us on Gmail at the media by us at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page and Facebook groups, movies by us, TV by us, and games by us, depending on your proclivities. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, let us know why you listen to us <laughs> so we can hone in on that. And we'll make the podcast only about that. That's a Brett promise. <laughs> And uh, things you can do to keep on helping us is subscribe to the podcast, give us a rating, and uh, as always, much love to the Willow Walkers for the intro music. Willow Walkers! Willow Walkers. And uh, much love to Boo Reefa for the outro music. Boo Reefa! And the muchest love to all of you listening still. Yay! Thanks everybody. Thousand. <laughs> Small town, slow pokes, long time ago. Kicking out records of all the things that I know All the things that I know